And welcome back to WSHIT's continuing coverage of Holiday 2021. A crabapple tradition, like almost any other, continues this year for the 14th year in a row, as our friend Derek and his imaginary friend Little Derek put on their annual holiday parade on the pulpit of St. Crabapple's Church. Let's go live now, as we are in the third act of Derek and Imaginary Derek's Holiday Parade. You know my every thought. Your skillful hand has made me who I am. When I was made a secret, you saw me and informed. You planned my days long before I knew them. You hear and understand me. <laughs> you know my every thought. Your skillful hand has made me who I am. <laughs> I will praise you. Triumphantly made all my How wonderful it is to see Derek and imaginary Derek continue that friendship 14 years in a row. I wish I had a friend like imaginary Derek. Anyway, we'll be back after this commercial break. On this episode of The Commercial Break... You just want to die. I, I just want to die. Like I honestly crawl, do. Crawl in a hole. I've lost nine pounds, yeah. in, eight pounds in, in three days. It's unbelievable, actually, how much weight I've lost. Yeah. Hey, this great diet. I look great. Don't I look great? You look fantastic. Yeah. Besides the pale the lips. The peaking, peaking color. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do the commercial break. My wife's like, take a day off. And I'm like, give the people what they want. She's like, what people? <laughs> what people? What are you talking about? <laughs> He's so silly. <laughs> The, the whole their whole messaging now is I want to date an adult. Mm. I want to date Isn't someone who's going to call e me Harmony's back. Position. <laughs> I think eHarmony's position is if you're in your seventies <laughs> and you don't know how to work the computer, eHarmony has you covered. <laughs> if you're in your seventies and you don't own a phone that gets online, we have you covered. You go to your bug. go to your dial up. <laughs> eHarmony and DSL, a match made in heaven. That's right, AOL.com. <laughs> AOL.com, Earthlink. Yes. <laughs> All the offers that's coming in um, with everything that's going on, like Jimmy Kimmel Live and some of those things, do you do you plan on accepting any of those offers? Not now. Uh, Not now. I'm good. Uh, maybe three or four years <laughs> from now after the moment is passed. <laughs> Hey, Jimmy, do you mind if I come on in a couple years? Yeah, can we just go ahead and book me for four years from now? Do you mind if I learn how to play guitar again and now come on? Is that okay with you? Unbelievable. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Uh, that's another episode of The Commercial Break. Woo. Hey, how are you? I am good. I'm Brian Green. <laughs> this is Chrissy Hoadley. Happy, Happy holidays. holidays. Best to you, Chrissy. Best to you, Brian, I've as made, always. I've made it. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. I've made an executive decision. This will be the last episode that we say happy holidays. Okay. I'm going to stick with best to you from now on. Just best to you. Just best to you. I feel like if we okay. have too many taglines, if we give the people too many choices, <laughs> we give you, the listeners, too many choices, you're going to get confused on what you should say it's like when a you meet us. like cheesecake factory yeah. menu. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of cheesecake factory menu, I'm barely here. Yes. Because I'm dealing with a raging case of salmonella. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. I got the Thanksgiving salmonella. Yeah. The old, uh, the gift that keeps on giving, if you will, Chrissy. It does. It does. <laughs> yes, it does. I have never Out in my life. Ends. Never in my, have you ever had food poisoning? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. And it's not fun yeah. at all. I thought. You just want to die. I just want to die. Like I honestly crawl, do. Crawl at all. I've lost nine pounds, yeah. in, uh, eight pounds in, in three days. It's unbelievable, actually, how much weight I've lost. Make, yeah. Hey, this great diet. I look great. Don't I look great? You look fantastic. Yeah. Besides the pale the lips. Peak in, peak in color. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do the commercial break. <laughs> My wife's like, take a day off. And I'm like, give the people what they want. She's like, what people? <laughs> What people? What are you talking about? 
<laughs> He's so silly. Uh, yeah, so we're back from the Thanksgiving break. Yes. Uh, Chrissy and I went to our, our collective, our individual respective. family. Respective. Thank yeah. you. You're going to have to help me along here today. I will. Yeah. Uh, our respective families. And I went, it's hard to say exactly what happened. And I'm not, I'm not pointing any fingers. I don't know. No one knows. Uh, but long about on Friday night, on Thursday night, Astrid got sick. And she ended up, you know, not feeling well when I were oh, we were over at my dad's house. Mm-hmm. On Saturday, on Friday night, we had come home and early on Saturday morning, like two o'clock in the morning, I went to bed at midnight. I felt perfectly fine. Was in here in the studio, was doing work. I was fine. Went to bed, yeah. watched a movie, woke up two hours later and Chrissy, I was shaking violently, mm-hmm. violently. And I thought, oh, this awful. is it. I got the vid. I got yeah. the vid. Every, You know, I'm taking... I'm sitting on the toilet taking COVID at home. <laughs> I'm like, do I stick it up my ass? I don't know. What do I do? That's what they did in China, right? I know. They, they? Yeah, they were doing ass tests. They were drive through ass tests. Yes. <laughs> you just stick your ass out just the window. Just stick your ass out the window and they literally mm-hmm. say, pucker up, buttercup. I I literally was taking tests in the bathroom and it was came up negative. And so uh, I, we got to the bottom of it when I went to the emergency clinic on my Thanksgiving weekend Aww. to figure out that I had a raging case of food poisoning. And uh, and here I, I am. I bet it's more common than you think. You know, that's what the doctor said. Yeah. She said that you makes get... sense. She There's said she's already seen five by a lot cases. Of people yeah, bringing stuff and yeah, it's a lot of commingling of foods. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of making a lot of different types of foods. Probably using some of the same utensils to serve and to cook those foods. Maybe and yeah. just the general bad hygiene of everybody involved. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> my son took a well I want to talk about my I'm not going to talk about my son so I don't give him therapy later on down yes. the life but someone that I know <laughs> went to the bathroom I was off looking for wipes and I came out and he's just running with his pants up and I was like oh Matty you you did it yourself and then he lifted up his hand and oh. he had a dirty a dirty toilet paper I mean, in his hand. That's uh, he, he made an effort. He did make he an made effort. an effort as yep. his fingers were breaking through the toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's how he felt he needed to do it. <laughs> so we're here, and you know, um, yeah. uh, you should thank me. You can write me letters and cards and tell me to get well mm-hmm. when I end up in the hospital getting IV fluids. <laughs> Because I'm here doing the fucking commercial break while I have a raging case of salmonella. I know. You should have told me. I did tell you. No, you did not tell me. Well, I guess I told you right before we started. Yeah. I was like, what? She's texting me and I debated whether to tell her. We could have postponed. We could have postponed, but then we don't give the people what they Mm, want, which is more horrible improv comedy. Right. (laughs) One hour at a time. (laughs) (laughs) It stands to reason that we have 67 (laughs) episodes that are unused in that fucking storage <laughs> unit, you know, in that in that server that we have. The cloud. We're gonna have to pull one out uh, at some point and just use it. I'm just gonna have to break glass in case of emergency <laughs> and give you some of the shittiest. There's sixty-seven. Content. No, there's uh, there's about twenty-two. Okay. I think. twenty-two yeah. dead episodes. One of these, I might release them lost. as an NFT. Yeah, the lost episodes. Release mm-hmm. them as a package of NFTs and I like see that. if anybody Slice buys them. Slice them and dice them. Yeah, I'm ready to get into the NFT game. I actually think it's really yeah. cool. I think it's a good idea that we could raise money for charity. Yes. Uh, that way, we could give away exclusive con- or sell exclusive content to people. And by who- charity, do you mean us? <laughs> <laughs> My dogs find a yeah. home for Blue. <laughs> And that fucking dog would not shut up this morning. I'm fucking sick as a dog. And no pun intended. Yeah. Sick as a dog. I'm trying to lay there and get some extra Z's, right? And the dog is, you know, the nails on the on the yes. fucking tap, tap, hardwood. Yeah, tap, 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 click, 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 clack, 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 clack. She's running around in circles because she's too fat to jump up on this little couch that we have for her. She's too fat. Now she's got, she's reached that point where there's like critical mass. Her fat ass can't make it all the way up there. So she just flops down. So rather than try, now she's scared to. So what she'll do is she'll back up. She'll run in circles. She'll back up. And then she'll go real fast. Like a running start. And then just stop. (laughs) Then she'll do it again. And she does this over and over and over again, obsessively, like an OCD dog, which she is. Mm -hmm, And it drives me crazy. So finally, I get out of the bed. Ah, fuck it. Whoa, God damn it. Ah, yelling at my kids must think that I'm like the worst human being in the world because me and Blue, all we do is yell at each other. Blue sits around and barks at me all day long and I bark back. And I'm like, I go fuck yourself. Stop that. 
so bad. I'm so bad. And when I'm sick, I'm a big fucking baby. Well, that's the way it goes. Isn't that the way that men are? Yeah, are it is. Is Jeff a big baby when he gets sick? Yeah. Yeah. And it, does he get like fussy, angry, or does he just get like needy? Yeah, it's both. More, it's more needy. I think it's more needy. You know, just and, and I want to help too, so I'm trying to help, and he's sick, and, and yeah. I don't know what don't it is about that. men. I don't know what it is, but we won't tell you we're sick until we're actually dead sick. Mm-hmm. But then once we get to the point where we tell you we're sick, we're going to milk it for everything that oh, yeah. it's worth. Now you're sure. our mommy all uh, of a sudden, uh-huh. right? Yes. We don't want to take any of your advice, honey. <laughs> go eat some saltines. I can't. I don't want to eat any saltines. I was trying to do it to you. I know. And I was ago. just I was like, like, you need the Lipton <laughs> noodle soup and some saltines and a Sprite. <laughs> That no. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I'm just going to shit it out anyway. <laughs> but you need something in your stomach. I don't want anything in my stomach. <laughs> We're so bad. It's just every time I get sick, I feel for Astrid because I know that I'm going to act like a fucking two year old child. And I wish that I could control myself, but I can't yeah. because when I'm sick, I have no control over my own neediness or my own my own fussiness. And so Astrid, I'm here last night doing some work that I got to get done. And Astrid's like, you should come to bed. I, I, I got to finish this work. You can finish the work later. I, I can't finish the work later. I got to do the work now. Well, at least you should drink some Sprite. I don't want Sprite. Sprite doesn't feel good in my stomach. <laughs> well, then at least you should take some. I don't want to. <laughs> Astrid's like, please listen to what I have to say. I know. I know. At some point you just throw your hands up at uh, uh, me and Astrid, I'm sure. Yeah. It's, you know, fine. Fine. Fuck you. Just feel bad. <laughs> I die Lay on in the a couch. corner. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, die of salmonella Fine. there in your little podcast studio. Fine. I'm not gonna die. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so bad. Well, I'm sorry, and you know, I'm sorry to all the women in my life who I've made miserable across the years with that one time they get a flu. You know what Doctor Phil says? I don't listen to a lot of what Doctor <laughs> Phil says. <laughs> uh, speaking of Doctor Phil, I want to get to something to hear in a second, but you know what Doctor Phil says? What? Dr. Phil says, if you want to test a relationship, spend a week with someone when they have the flu. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a 100% true. Yeah. You want to find somebody at their worst when they, <laughs> when they, have, when they have the flu. Yeah, but the, yeah. you can't like predict the test. Like, you know, let's go uh, be around somebody who's got the flu and try and get it and test ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. You can't actually do that. But, <laughs> but it, is a, it is a test when it happens. We could have flu tinder. Like when people get the flu, then you just match them up then, right? Flu Tinder. I saw a Match.com ad yesterday, and they have a whole new positioning on their marketing. They do. And I like it. And Mm -hmm. I'll explain what it is, right? Totally off topic here, but we're going to explain what it is. I mean, since when is a commercial break ever following the topic? (laughs) (laughs) Just a random string of thoughts from Brian and Chrissy. What what their whole messaging now is, Mm -hmm. I'm dating an adult. So I saw this two-minute Match.com ad on YouTube. First time I've ever seen it. I've seen a lot of Match.com ads, but first time I've ever seen it. You know, I pay attention to these kind of things because it could be material for the show. Yes. And so it's a two-minute ad if you let it run all the way through. And it's a number of what I would say mid-20s, early 30s people, men Mm -hmm. and women, saying dating an adult to me is not getting ghosted. (laughs) Dating an adult to me is sitting down for a whole dinner. (laughs) It's like this whole, remember we talked about this, how these kids in their 20s and even some of my friends that are in their 40s are getting ghosted on Mm -hmm. site. They're doing dine and dashes. In other words, they're they're going, they're eating a meal, standing up to go to the bathroom and and never coming back, never talking to them. Some of my friends have been given phone numbers that no longer work after dates. They're like burner phones. They're burner phones, basically. You can buy a burner number for 99 cents online. Like, you know, it's, you don't, you don't even have to go to the store and buy any hardware. You just attach it to the phone. So, I mean, we do the same thing for, uh, funny phone calls here in here in the studio. We Uh just, I just buy a burner number. Right. Mm -hmm. So the the whole, their whole messaging now is I want to date an adult. Mm. I want to date someone who's going to call me back. I think eHarmony's position is if you're in your 70s and you don't know how to work the computer, eHarmony has you covered. If you're in your 70s and you don't own a phone that gets online, we have you covered. You go, to your, go to your dial-up. <laughs> eHarmony and DSL, a match made in heaven. That's right, AOL.com. AOL.com, Earthlink. Yes. Uh, which is an Atlanta company. I love Earthlink, by the way, but uh, they still have DSL. That's mm. still a thing. A lot mm-hmm. of people have DSL. 
So I just thought this very interesting positioning from Match to be the anti-Tinder, the anti-Plenty of Fish, the anti-Grinder, okay. the anti-whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think it's smart for Match.com to do this because it's I bet there are... Differentiating. Differentiating, yeah. yeah. I bet there are a lot of people out there who are young and single who are really not happy with the manner in which people get treated on those apps. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be a shitty thing. So in the research about this new kind of positioning by match.com, I found, yeah, that they have this whole new marketing campaign. Like I'm dating an adult, right? Or I want to date an adult. Mm -hmm. And I found an interesting story. And the interesting story is this. A girl went on Tinder in New York, a girl in Manhattan, went on Tinder and she matched with over 150 separate guys and gave them all the same line. She matched with them back in early October around the same period of time, two week, three week period of time. She gave them all the same message. I'm studying for my finals, my exams, and I'm really busy right now, but I would love to hook up with you. You seem really nice. You're really attractive. I'd love to hook up with you. Can we do that at a later date? Mm. And I'll get, you know, give me your phone number and I'll text you. That happens about two weeks ago. She pops up out of nowhere. She contacts all of these gentlemen. They don't know this though. They have no idea that there's other gentlemen involved. Yeah. They all think that it's one. It's it's, it's, Mm kind of genius. She put all of these guys on the path to be at the same place at the same time (laughs) to see a DJ set in the park in one of the Manhattan parks, like one of the busy, like little street parks that Uh they have. They were going to do a day meet, like a day date where this DJ was spinning and there would be cocktails. Mm -hmm. So all of these guys, dozens and dozens of them show up (laughs) all mulling around this DJ set and they may all start to kind of catch on to what's going on. The DJ, DJ's like, yeah, look at all what's these people up? came out for my set. Wow, when did my, uh, <laughs> when did my set get so cocky? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of dudes in the audience in muscle shirts. There's a lot of chads in the office. So at some point she steps up on stage, surrounded by bodyguards, and gets on the microphone and says, hey, everybody, thanks for coming to our Tinder date. I just wanted to get you all in one place so I can tell you what my criteria are for dating someone. And I'm only going to I'm only going to date you if you meet the following criteria. Okay, you've got to be over six foot one. You can't be an immigrant or here visiting on travel. You can't be, you know, divorced. You can't have children. You can't be, you know, blue eyed. You can't be whatever. She goes through the whole thing, like her whole list of everything. (laughs) And she has these bodyguards out in the crowd, like, you know, telling people to leave when they're like, you know, (laughs) they raise their hand. They're like, you got to go. Blue eyes. It's like the bachelorette in five minutes. Uh, She had some really weird demands, actually. The immigrants will fucking care. I mean, okay, whatever. Anyone. I don't want to get into it. But what she did was essentially pull off the bachelorette in 15 fucking minutes, right? And I thought it was quite genius, actually, what (laughs) she did. And she kind of gamed the system to make it make sense. Now, there is some talk that this is actually a stunt pulled off by a viral video marketing company. No one knows yet, but I'm sure we'll see the video out there at some point, right? Some documentary on it. But that is the kind of shit that you have to put up with when you're trying to date an adult in 2021. And it's crazy. And and if there isn't some like if there isn't some I guess normalcy or or some kind of new normal put to dating on these dating apps like the like collective consciousness gets together and decides yeah. we can't treat each other like this like right. if I want to be treated like this I have to treat people like that or start getting really more fucking picky with who you decide to go out with. Mm-hmm. You don't have to fucking bone every girl that you match with, nor do you have to show up to every date to get a free cup of coffee and a compliment about your pretty hair. Like you can just <laughs> like really dig in and find out if you like somebody and you could do that online. I did it with Astrid, right? Yeah. Uh, but if you don't do that, then I think you're, I think this people are just bound to, we might just be too far gone past that. We're in such an instant world. I'd like to think otherwise. <laughs> I'm a constant optimist. I am pragmatic a, I'm too. a pragmatic, I'm a passionate pragmatist. <laughs> I'm an obstinate optimist. <laughs> I'm a, a celibate a celebrator. Son. Yes. I'm so many different alliterations. You don't even know. I'm good at alliteration. Unfortunately, great, I don't know what they but mean. But you're also not in the dating world. So yeah, that's true. Not yet. Astrid's, <laughs> Astrid's hanging on by a thumbnail. <laughs> Uh, any more time dedicated to this podcast <laughs> and I'm not yeah. particularly sure 
Hey, everybody, it's the commercial break inside of the commercial break. Go to tcbpodcast.com. If you'd like to find out more about Chrissy and I, you can read all the show notes, get our sponsors, special URLs and codes. You can listen to all the audio. You can watch all the video all from our website. And if you'd like to, you can drop us a line at 661-237-8296. That's 661-BEST-THE-NUMBER-2-YO. At The Commercial Break on Instagram, youtube.com slash The Commercial Break is the home of our brand new series, TCB in the Studio, content you cannot get through the audio version. So please go ahead, jump over there and subscribe. It'd be a great Christmas present to yourself. Get your free TCB Collectibles sticker. Series number two is out right now by going to the website and click on I Want My Free Sticker. We'll tell you how to get it. You tell us where to send it and we'll have it home for the holidays just in time. We want to thank you for being a listener of the commercial break. And we know commercials aren't your favorite thing in the world, but our sponsors are good enough to give you free shit and discounts just by listening to the commercials. So please use the specialized URLs and codes to get your free shit. And then the sponsors keep on coming back and then we get to do more content and you get to keep on listening. It's a big lovey-dovey relationship. Trust me. Happy holidays to you and yours. And now a word from our sponsors. Hey guys, wanted to let you know that this episode is sponsored in part by Texas Lone Star Tamales at TexasLoneStarTamales.com. This holiday season, we all know we're getting turkey, we all know we're getting gravy, and we know we're getting lots of starchy foods. Bring home the authentic taste of Mexican cuisine to your house this holiday season. Let Texas Lone Star Tamales take care of the food for you. It's easy, fast delivery. We'll have the Texas Lone Star Tamales to your front door in no time. And it's literally a three-step process to cook those tamales. If you can cook pasta, you can cook these tamales. And they are delicious. The pork is my favorite. We got a big box of beef, chicken, pork, and cheese from Texas Lone Star Tamales. Make it different this year. Get Texas Lone Star Tamales. They'll take care of the food for you. Like I mentioned, fast free delivery to your front door. And as a holiday gift from their family to the TCB family, you can use the code TCB at checkout to receive a free dozen tamales. That'll keep you fed for at least a week. Go to TexasLoneStarTamales.com and use that code TCB for a free dozen tamales. That's TexasLoneStarTamales.com. Use the code TCB. Thanks, Texas Lone Star Tamales. Hey guys, wanted to let you know that this episode is sponsored in part by Playbook. Chrissy and I have broached this subject many times on the commercial break. We agree that some of the worst stress you can feel in your life is financial stress. And if you don't have a handle on where your finances are or a goal for where you're going, it just leads to more financial stress. Playbook is built to help you grow a plan for your money, optimize your taxes, and watch your finances so you don't have to worry so much about money anymore. Playbook is an app that gets to know your unique financial situation and helps you get the most out of every dollar you save. The best part? You don't have to do any crazy budgeting or change your lifestyle at all. As a small business owner, I understand that having your finances in order and having a plan for where you're going is so very important and it's not something I'm always strong with. So I'm so glad to have the help of Playbook. You've got to try it. It's an app for growing your money. And the average user helps boost their net worth by over $1.3 million. That's right. Playbook is helping the average user boost their net worth by over $1.3 million. I have a phone call to get set up with the good people at Playbook, and I'm so excited that it'll allow me to look at all of my accounts, my goals, and my progress in one place instead of having to go to 10 different financial apps. So to get on the road to financial freedom with me, go to helloplaybook.com slash TCB. And with that unique link, helloplaybook.com slash TCB, you'll get a free Playbook impact. It predicts how much net worth you could grow if you start today with helloplaybook.com slash TCB. Let's go to financial freedom and beyond. Go to helloplaybook.com slash TCB and look out for future updates on my use with Playbook. This episode is sponsored in part by Beachbound.com. Beachbound.com is an online travel agency with expertise in worldwide beach vacations and only beach vacations. They're reinventing beach travel with Beachbound.com. You can book worldwide beach vacations, including flights, hotels, transfers, and excursions, all from one location at Beachbound.com. They are committed to building the best beach experiences that fulfill all of your cravings and curiosities because to Beachbound.com, the beach isn't just a place, it's a way of life. And man, we couldn't agree more. We've been to this website, hundreds and hundreds of hotels, excursions for every member of the family, your transfers, your cars, 
everything from one location, beachbound.com. The beach truly is a way of life, and we would choose the beach over any other kind of vacation, and we will use beachbound.com to book our next beach vacation because that's all they do, and they have expertise in only beaches. Go to beachbound.com and book all of your beach travel from one location, beachbound.com. Thanks, Beachbound. Hey, TCB family members, got to let you know that this episode is sponsored in part by Quip and GetQuip.com. My dental care is meticulous. I love my dental care routine. I floss and I brush at least twice a day, and GetQuip.com is helping people all around the world do just that. The Quip electric toothbrush is loved by over 7 million people, and there's reasons why. It has a time sonic vibration with 30-second pulses to guide the dentist-recommended two-minute clean, It's got a lightweight and sleek design for both adults and my kids. It's also got a multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount for less clutter in your bag. Plus, it's got reusable handles in a range of sleek metal hues, including the all-time bestseller Black and All Pink. If you feel like you're on top of your brushing already, you can upgrade with Quip and the new Smart Motor. You track and improve your brushing with the free Quip app, and you can earn amazing rewards like free refills, products, Target gift cards, and so much more. If you go to getquip.com slash TCB right now, you'll get your first refill for free. That's what they're doing for the TCB family. That's your first refill for free at getquip.com slash TCB. G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash TCB. Quip is the good habits company. So go to getquip.com slash TCB to get your free refill when you order with our specialized URL. Come on, guys. Stop with the stanky breath. Get your oral care in order. Never sit in a dentist chair for hours again. Getquip.com is helping. Thanks, Quip, for being a sponsor of the commercial break. I was digging around the internet. Oh, as I do. As you do. We got going on Kid Rock on our In the Studio segment. Mm-hmm. In case you, those of you who haven't caught In the Studio, <laughs> you can go to youtube.com slash the commercial break. We now have YouTube exclusive content. It's called TCB In the Studio. Every week we pick a different topic that's kind of timely and we pontificate about it for 10 to 15 minutes, answer questions. And even some of them are a little bit more serious. We talk about uh, Travis Scott, Astroworld. Go to youtube.com slash the commercial break and you can check that out. It's not available on the audio version of the show, only on video. We were talking about Kid Rock's brand new music video. <laughs> Turd that just dropped. <laughs> the hot dump <laughs> that Kid Rock just took on YouTube. <laughs> because no MTV is going to be showing this anytime soon. Mm-mm. It's objectively, to me, at yeah. least in the last couple of years that I've been watching music videos, it's the worst music video that I have seen. It's really, really bad. Worst non-parody music video. Right, because you at first are like, is this a joke? It's got to be. Mm-hmm. You, you, It's got to be, right? There are... Lots of you just have to go watch the video. I'm not going to explain it here. Go watch in. Go watch our our recap or go watch the video right now. Don't tell me how to live. It's called don't tell me. (laughs) And nobody going to tell me how to live. Shunny shot up. Shunny shot up. (laughs) Fuck all these hoes. I'm from Detroit. He starts with that. He starts with that. Let me (laughs) let me give you a little sampling of Kid Rock's incredible lyrics to this brand new song that he's dropped on the world. <laughs> this hot steaming piss he just took on all of our earballs. Ready? Yes. Here's the here is the first paragraph. <laughs> Fuck all you hoes. Detroit till I die, motherfucker. Talking all that bullshit. Ain't nobody gonna tell me how to live. I'm okay. And I mean, he starts off strong here, right? <laughs> Detroit till I die, motherfucker. <laughs> Why in the world would anybody care right. whether or not Good you're Detroit you. till you die, motherfucker? <laughs> Who's who is angry about that? <laughs> Kid Rock, you ain't Detroit, man. <laughs> you like the Upper Peninsula? We well, did move to Nashville. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, okay. So maybe he's yeah, but railing Nashville against- suburbs <laughs> till I die, bitch. <laughs> Alpharetta, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> Las Cruces <laughs> fucking cares yeah. first of all can we can we stop repping our own hometown like can we stop being so angry about whose hometown is whose yeah. what, what's up with that people getting tattoos of their area codes and stuff on their arms <laughs> listen it's your personal choice and I get it but who's angry about Detroit I don't kid? know 
Yeah. I want to preface this by saying I've never been a huge Kid Rock fan. I know you were. I was once upon a time. I've and never been. things really took a turn. <laughs> I thought some of his music was catchy. Yeah, yeah, it was. My sister and I would go to the concerts. We would be like, yeah. That, I mean, that, he had girl drama, this badass A badass girl drummer. Girl yeah. And she's just, no longer around. No, she's not. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's like, I'm left, not going to deal with your blow, racist ass. She past. flew the coop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I thought these, when I first heard his music, I had a friend that lived down in Tampa and had moved up here. We were working at a Chili's together. And one night, high on cocaine, he said, <laughs> I am going to let you listen to this CD of this local artist that's out of Tampa. Because I think at the time, he was either touring a lot in Tampa or down in Tampa. Okay. It was literally one of those paper-like covers on the CD. It was obviously a demo <laughs> a CD. A bootleg. A bootleg that he had bought at one of the shows. And it was Bow with a Bow. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And when I heard it, the first time I heard it, it was unlike anything I had ever heard. And it wasn't necessarily my... My name my is Kid. My name is Kid. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna tell me what to do. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna change yeah. my name to Kid. He did not age well. No, he didn't. He mm-hmm. looks like a portly flavor... Fla- <laughs> looks like a white flavor flav. <laughs> Buying his clothing at the at the teenage part of Gap, yeah, with some pimp chains. I mean, yeah. I don't know if I to explain it. He look, he has not changed his style one bit no. since the moment that he was on that paper CD That's cover true. that I saw. That, I never yeah. cared for Kid Rock all that much, mm-hmm. right? It's not, and I don't give a shit about his politics. I don't give a shit about anybody's politics. I like your music. I like your music. Yeah. I want to shop at your store. I want to shop at your store. I'm not that petty to believe that we can't have differences, and I can still like some of the stuff that you do. I just don't, I think this song is incredibly dumb. Like, <laughs> really I'm a moonshine is. sipper straight slipping in the darkness, <laughs> far from heartless. I'm more of the sharpest tool in the shed that you've ever seen. I'm the smartest, but make no mistake, I'm fucking hitting the hardest. <laughs> <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> what are we talking about? Who's angry? Uh, Why, who are you talking to? I don't know. I don't get yeah. it. Here's one. Ready? This is my favorite one. Okay. Years ago, we thought it was a joke, you see, that every kid got a motherfucking trophy. But yo, homie, here's the situation. A next generation of pussies is a generation. The next nation of pussies is a generation. Kid. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> I love... When people on both sides of whatever spectrum you happen to be on start calling each other a bunch of pussies and snowflakes and whatever, right? A bunch of babies because the other side is complaining. The truth is you're both bitching and complaining about everything. That's true. It's like you're calling everybody a pussy for bitching and complaining and you have a whole song about how you're Detroit (laughs) till you die. (laughs) It's like people are angry at you for being from Detroit. (laughs) Who cares? It gives a fuck. And you're call. I mean, listen, dude, uh, it's objectively the worst song you've ever, it's the worst music video you've ever seen. Maybe objectively the worst music yeah, you've ever Yeah, the heard. video itself. Oh I my mean, God. really it's adds comical. to the bad lyrics. He's, he's it, on a middle finger. He's flying through space <laughs> on a plastic middle finger with a tw- nine Gun. millimeter in one, or a 40 in one hand yeah, and it, a bottle of Jack in the yeah. other. And he's holding on. He's straddling it like a stripper pole and he's <laughs> shooting in the air. Pew, 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 pew. It's like shooting randomly at people. Kid Rock in her space race. <laughs> space race. <laughs> it looks more like a prop. Looks like he's about to check somebody's prostate. Like an interstellar transformer prostate yeah, massage. It's bad. It's I mean, so the, the, bad. the way that this idea came up, I mean, uh, hey, let's get, <laughs> I got this big plastic finger, middle finger. Hey, guys. We, yeah. <laughs> I hey, got a bunch of cocaine. That's right. Hey, guys, I just got paid $50,000 to show up at Club La Vila in Panama City. <laughs> Let's take 20 of that and buy cocaine, and we'll take 10 of it and buy weed, and we'll take the other 20. Can you make me a space cock? <laughs> it's shaped like a middle finger. <laughs> it's shaped like a middle finger that I can ride on? Can you guys do cool. like, yeah, I'm sure if kid had an understanding of how badly that would turn out, he would have, he must have hired the best and brightest in middle Tennessee. Well, he's the sharpest tool. Oh my God. He is the sharpest tool. tool. He mentions it in the song. He is a tool. It got me thinking. 
like, and I know a lot of people actually thought this was a parody song, right? They thought that Weird Al had yeah. actually was actually behind this. That Weird Al had something to do with Weird this Al wanted song. nothing to do with that. I, Weird Al said, "I have <laughs> nothing to do smart. with that horse shit." Yeah, my music is better than that. <laughs> That's yeah. what he said. Yeah. My lyrics make more sense yes. than that does. Yes. So it got me thinking: How many other musicians out there are making music unintentionally? unintentionally being bad like they they oh a lot a lot uh, a lot gotta be a lot but i wanted to get to the bottom of the worst of the worst right oh, okay. who is making the worst objectively the worst music but taking it the most seriously uh-huh. <laughs> i cannot believe that i missed this when it was happening but apparently nine or ten years ago there was a gentleman named mark gormley okay okay mark gormley <laughs> is a musician that got found by a company that finds random musicians and pushes their music out via social media and stuff like that. Mm. They're basically trying to make popular uh, very unsophisticated musicians who have a certain type of music in the hopes that they become a parody of themselves Mm -hmm. and they become popular. Now, some of the musicians I can tell that are involved in this are in on the joke. It seems Mark is not. And that's why Mark became such a raging hit back about nine or 10 years ago. Jimmy Kimball was showing, Jimmy Kimmel was showing his uh, videos. There was a bunch of press about this particular guy, Mark Gormley. How did I miss this? I have no idea. But I found it now and I'm really interested in it. Okay. And I think this could be a commercial break success. Okay. Not, I am not playing the kid rock video because I'm sure that Kid Rock will tell me to take it down immediately. Mm-hmm. Mark, I'm p- just playing a, this is only for, um, I guess this is only for Comment. parody, comedy purposes, Co- parody and criticism. Commenting. Yeah. Commentary. Yes. Commentary. Commentary. Purposes. If you're upset, Mark, that I'm playing some of your music, then I really wish that you get a hold of me and we can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you too, Frankie B. <laughs> I'm waiting for Frankie to dial us up. I really am. It's going to happen one of these days. You know it is. Uh Okay. Now, I present to you an interview with Mark Gormley from about five years ago. Okay. Okay. Hi, I'm Michelle Carnley, and this is a UZ special report. I'm here with singer-songwriter Mark Gormley of UZ and Internet fame. How are you doing? Pretty good. Good, good. I know. It's nice. So, Mark, let's talk about your music. Um, what year did you start writing songs and why? 75 and 76 is when I started. Most of my songs are, come from there. It's about 30 years old. Most of my, hey, Mark, we got something in common. Most of my songs come from my freshman and sophomore year of high school, too. <laughs> Listen to this music. Now they're going to intersplice parts of his music in between. Okay. Can't say that his singing voice is all that bad, but just it's just too funny to me anyway. The rain is getting heavy with a storm tonight. A storm from home. The ocean is an Irish accent. It is. (laughs) (laughs) Because he doesn't seem to have an Irish accent when he speaks. No, but I mean, when you're when it's 1975, you know, and all your favorite bands are are British. And you just can't nail that British accent. You go with Irish. You go with Irish. And I love that. I'm going to live the care of it on the night. It's too good. It's too good. This is literally sounds like a 33 Willie song. Will you make the morning light? Oh, little wings in flight. Okay, your songs and videos have taken off on the internet with thousands of views. Tell me what literally thousands. tens of views. <laughs> <laughs> so have ours. Yeah. Let's think about that. Uh, well, right now it's a bit overwhelming. You know, when I, when I did this, I just did it for fun. You know, just something to do, therapeutic. You know, just good stuff to do, and uh, just overwhelmed right now. He sounds overwhelmed. <laughs> you got to see a picture of Mark Normally. Maybe I'll put it on the website. He's got a cheesy 70s stash, uh-huh. right? That kind of that haircut from 1970. He looks like he literally walked out of 1970. Just stepped out of there. Yeah. yeah and he's so like, he doesn't even, in his music videos, he doesn't even move. He's on a green screen and there's like butterflies behind him or a picture of a bridge with cars moving over it. Uh, <laughs> 
Butterflies and flight Gonna take it on tonight <laughs> So these, these same songs were unearthed They were then, unearthed uh, From the 70s Yes And then played <clears throat> again And they tried to play them on socials By something By a, by a company Or a YouTube channel Called Uncharted Right okay. and, Yeah um, No shit <laughs> It was Uncharted <laughs> They have like 30 musicians That they've unearthed And lots of them are super funny And super fun Listen Mar- I, I got to give it to Mark. He's a lot better than some people I've heard play music. That's so true. I'm not totally knocking the guy. I just think it's funny. Yeah. It reminds me of songs that I would make <laughs> right. in, in my freshman year of high school. <laughs> Do you feel weary? Time is marching slowly. Nothing matters more than little wings in flight. Hey, yourself self-titled. Nothing matters more than little wings in flight. <laughs> Sounds like Mark mm. Alden. <laughs> Mark has got a hold of some ganja he did. in nineteen seventy. <laughs> he got turned on. Old CD has eight songs on it. Which of the eight songs would you say is your favorite and why? Beginnings, because it's the hardest to live live by. It's just something you know. It's been there thirty years, so and it's lasted this long, so uh, it proved itself to me. So yeah, that totally made sense to me. Yeah, did you get that sense? Beginnings. Totally? Yeah, it's. Beginnings because it's the hardest one to live by. It's lasted thirty it's years. It's been thirty years, and so I guess uh, I guess it holds true. <laughs> what are you talking about, Mark? I'm not entirely sure myself. Mm-mm. I smoked ganja that one time, and I've been totally baked since. That's what it is. Beginnings last forever. No, they don't, Mark. That's why they call them beginnings. <laughs> That's true. Beginnings last forever. It sounds like Ario's Speedwagon to me, doesn't it? it does. Doesn't it sound like Ario's Speedwagon to you? Yeah, which is not a bad band at all. Mm-hmm. But beginnings last forever is not a lyric that makes sense to me. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Two o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> lasts for hours. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I stay 15 till I'm 30. <laughs> <laughs> Changes change forever. <laughs> I know that you weren't expecting this international fame that you're getting. Um, do you think it'll change your life? Oh, no. I just, uh, I needed to learn how to play the guitar again. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how to play the guitar. I need to learn how to be an international superstar <laughs> one more time. <laughs> I forgot what it's like to get laid a bunch. <laughs> I bet he's big in Ireland. I'm looking for Mrs. Wright. I bet he's huge in Ireland. Mm-hmm. And uh, Iran, yeah. maybe, just like we are. Oh, yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> keeps listening to us in Iran. So strange. Yeah. Try to sing a little bit. Um, I just did it for fun, you know. So far right now, I just want to uh, just do what I'm doing now. You know, just hanging out in Pensacola and making videos and... Hey, Sardom has not gotten to his head. No, not, <laughs> not me. I just want to hang out in Pensacola and chase tail around. <laughs> if you know of any good ladies, let me know. I gotta, learn, I gotta learn how to play the guitar again and get some boner medication. <laughs> but besides that, I'm ready to rock. <laughs> Is it casual? Can I wear polo jeans and sandals? Is that okay? Because <laughs> that's what I've been wearing around Pensacola since 1978. Peddling this CD, beginning, <laughs> beginnings last forever, changes change forever, <laughs> changes change forever. I guess that could be true. Mm. Theoretically, hypothetically, changes could change forever. They could. Yeah, depending on how you say that yeah. sentence and where you place the comma, I guess that could be okay. No, stuff like that. Musical influence. 
see Dylan, Raj, James Taylor, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Led Zeppelin, uh, a lot of people. I heard it's a twinge of Jimi Hendrix in there. Uh, I was, I could, it's Rush. I could see Rush. REO Speedwagon and then <laughs> like Crosby Stills without Nash. I'm not just, giving him Led Zeppelin. No, 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 no. He just went and named a bunch of people that were popular back in the seventies. <laughs> he didn't went name one like offbeat artist, right? He didn't say, I don't know, Cohen or you know I don't know. He just didn't Yeah. Th- that is such a typical answer. Mm-hmm. Zeppelin, Dylan, Hendrix. Yeah. What else did he say? Rush. Yeah. Yeah. James Taylor. James Taylor. Was Rush even faulty. around in 1973? <laughs> I don't, I don't know so. either. I don't think they were there until 78. <laughs> Who are my influences? Uh, Justin Bieber, <laughs> Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. I don't know if you get, there's a little twinge of Aguilera in there. I don't know if you heard. I like them too. I have to ask, have you ever seen any of these guys in, in concert? I've seen Rush. And uh, seeing James Taylor, but uh, I never did see Jimi Hendrix. Well, <laughs> he died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't catch I him? I can tell. You didn't catch him back there in 1978? <laughs> you just missed him? <laughs> well, if he came to Pensacola. Well, yeah. yeah. It, you know, that, that huge tour circuit that goes around Pensacola, Florida. <laughs> Actually, Pensacola's pretty big. With all the offers that's coming in, um, with everything that's going on, like Jimmy Kimmel Live and some of those things, do you, do you plan on accepting any of those? The offers, that is? Not now. Uh, Not now. I'm good. Uh, maybe three or four years from now <laughs> after the moment has passed. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, do you mind if I come on in a couple yeah, years? Yeah, can we just go ahead and book me uh, for four years from now? Do you mind if I learn how to play guitar again and now <laughs> come on? Is that okay with you? Unbelievable. <laughs> you got to strike while the iron is hot, yes, Mark. And here's the thing. I never did see the Mark Gormley, like Jimmy Kimmel appearance mm, yeah and maybe it's out there maybe i just don't know about it but it, it according to me it never happened <laughs> first of all second of all who's this deborah norville that's interviewing him she's like hey, Mark. <laughs> what are you doing oh, later <laughs> don't swallow the microphone don't stand away from it just hold it still we have to remind ourselves of that here in the studio, too. We By do. the way, you're not the only one with those problems. <laughs> Brian's always bobbing his head everywhere. Chrissy's just trying to figure out what to look at. I know. <laughs> There's a big debate here at the TCB studios. How do we get how do we get Brian and Chrissy to look at the camera? So what we've decided is in season three, we're going to be looking at each other because yes. we cannot look natural on camera. No. <laughs> just... I'm looking above the yeah. camera at the screen oh. or below. We've upped our YouTube game just a little bit. Just a, a little hair. bit. Yeah. We decided to put ourselves in frame, actually, <laughs> yes. instead of just our chins showing and then a bunch of dead space above our heads. <laughs> what was I waiting for? The moon landing? I remember when we I, did that. I was like, Brian, that's not a good angle. I didn't know. I, <laughs> I thought maybe we'd add graphics in there at some point. Oh, that's and, right. Yeah, the yeah. truth is, I don't have time for that shit. <laughs> no one helps out around here. Except for Gustavo oh, yeah. and Astrid <laughs> and Will, Will the champ, he he gives us some some good advice sometimes too. Yeah. So thanks, Will. I haven't done any serious playing in more than twenty years, so I need to get my calluses back and start playing the guitar again and learn, relearn all this music. So uh, if I do, it's just going to be in the future sometime. <laughs> it's going to because beginnings they never end. end. They never end. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel's offer will last forever. <laughs> I'll always be able beginnings to make Beginnings is the hardest to live yeah, by. Beginnings is the hardest to live by. But it's been 30 years. <laughs> and he's still in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Okay, we're receiving thousands of emails and comments comparing you to the greats of Led Zeppelin, the <laughs> Beatles. What? <laughs> Don't fuck with him like that. That's so mean. That is so mean. The Beatles. People are so mean. This was early on in the YouTube days when trolling was just easy. You got to remember, this is almost 10 years ago that he first started becoming popular or that these videos started becoming popular. And the... I think YouTube was not the beast that it is today. I'm not even sure he'd get noticed today. But, you know, I, I cannot believe that this guy didn't go on to, like, just strike while the iron was yeah, hot. What to. was he thinking? Mm, well, he had to relearn things. Well, he was obviously not being... It doesn't back. matter. Just just get a real band to play the music and you sing behind it. Even if yeah. it's shitty, people... 
you could have gone and sold out probably every 1,000 seater <laughs> venue in the, in the entire United States for a year and a half, two years, yeah. just singing these shitty songs, standing up there straight as a ghost mm-hmm. with a green screen behind you and some bad imagery in the background. Like it would have been the funniest fun thing people would have done all week and you could have really capitalized on it. You could still be capitalizing on it. Mark, give me a call here at the commercial break. <laughs> We're ready for you to make your big debut. I know you big, missed out on Jimmy Kimball. Your, your third beginning. Yeah. Jimble Kimball, as Howard Stern would say. But... Uh, we would like you to come make your big appearance here on the commercial break. Mm-hmm. We'll treat you right. Don't worry. Well, and, and folks like that. So what, what do you think about that? Uh, well, I'm just a little old me, you know, from Pensacola. <laughs> 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 uh, little old me from Pensacola. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just living in my one bedroom apartment with my mom. <laughs> Waiting for eventual success. And so it hasn't quite happened yet, but, you know, I figure uh, I'm just waiting until I learn how to play guitar again before I go to Jimmy Kimball. Yeah. (laughs) Come on, dude. Get. Go. Go. Wish I could go back in time and tell Mark to go, go. Run. Run (laughs) to Jimmy Kimball. Butterflies in your video. He would have done it for you. Jimmy would have helped you out. He's a nice guy. He would have figured out the best way to put him to make this funny and fun. That's all I want to be right now. Just uh, like I said, it's overwhelming. And I, I don't know. You can't believe all the hype, really. You just got to kind of live it day to day. No, that's exactly what you need to do. Take it day by day. Take it day by day. (laughs) Because days last forever. I think of White Album. Yes. <laughs> Synth solo. <laughs> wow. That is objectively bad. Yeah. <laughs> That is not Led Zeppelin, The Beatles, no. or Jimi Hendrix. No, no it's not. Uh, I wonder, I guess he recorded these in 75 and 76 and they just found the CD now. Okay. I mean, they didn't have CDs back then. So they found the A-track, put it on, yeah. on CDs. We should do this. We should go on the hunt for this. There's a, this is a type of, remember we talked about yes, this? This is a did. type of random ass music mm-hmm. that some people actually find legitimately <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> my name is Regatoni. My name is Regatoni. <laughs> Come and ride my pony. My name is Regatoni. <laughs> that reggae one. Is oh, good. that reggae one is the best. I... And if you want to listen to that, you can go back uh, listen to Regatoni, <laughs> and you'll find out a little bit more about what do they call that music? I can't remember. Remember, it was like a, or no, Jamaican. No, I know that, book. but there's like. There is a group of people out there, like music critics, <laughs> oh. who think the only pure form of music is people who are literally clueless about music. Oh, okay. So they go and they just write, you know, what we think is just junk. Mm-hmm. The critics believe that it's actually good music because it's uninhibited uh-huh. by anyone's ego. <laughs> they believe it's good, so therefore it's good. But they have no what fucking about clue what they're doing. It's all bad. <laughs> it's none of it is good. I'll do an episode on this. Yes. I promise soon I'll do an episode. Maybe toward the end of the year I'll do an episode mm-hmm. about this type of music, random ass music that music critics are in love with. Yeah. And uh, this has got to qualify. It's got to. Yes. Feeling the night in the head of your luck. Your parents won't let you go out tonight. Love on the wings of a little old smoky. Feeling the butterfly high in flight. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not sure either, man. I'm just trying to hang on. Oh, the beginning lasted forever. Those beginnings do. Do forever. Oh, 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 oh. 
This sounds like Spinal Tap. It sounds like <laughs> it, does. A, it does, doesn't it? it does. <laughs> like when, when uh, <laughs> we're going to play Space Odyssey, it's, a, it's a free form jazz exploration. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get why it didn't. I'll tell you why it didn't work because we had a three foot by three foot fucking Stonehenge almost crush a midget. I'm going to go home and watch that movie. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Well, I did exactly what you wrote down. <laughs> When they're performing that, uh, you have, if you've never watched Spinal Tap, oh, stop this. I, I give you permission to stop this episode. Go watch Spinal Tap. Yes. Come back. Because the best scene in that movie to me <laughs> is when they're playing like a, a day, like a, they're playing in a zoo, basically. It's the story of a British band that was famous that kind of fell from grace. It's, it's Rob Reiner. Dude. It's so good. It's and they are outside trying to figure out the set list. And one of the guys goes, well, I think in a festival setting, really, we should go with Jazz Odyssey. It's a free form jazz exploration. <laughs> <laughs> Freeform jazz exploration, and then the next part was when, it love not <laughs> no love <laughs> love, love farm no. <laughs> Jeff would do this. Oh he God. quotes it all the time. Stick it in your <laughs> hedgehog. <laughs> Uh, love tractor or something yeah, like that oh great. my god it's and then great. they make a concept album called stone <laughs> and their first show they want a big stonehenge to come down in the middle of the stage and what comes down is like a three foot by three foot stonehenge that falls on top of two small people who are running around the stage it's absurd. Uh, it is it's so great. good. It's so oh good. my god! Anyway, <laughs> he sounds exactly. Vein. Yeah, yeah. This is the real. Same this vein. is the real Spinal Tap. So, what are your plans for the future? <laughs> oh, well, I've got a couple more songs I want to do, and then. Uh, hmm. Mm. Mm. <laughs> cannot compute. You caught me. <laughs> you caught, caught me, me off guard. Here. <laughs> What's next? Really, after this interview, I hadn't <laughs> thought about anything. <laughs> because uh, beginnings are forever. Yeah, <laughs> I hadn't thought about next after you the have, beginning. Do you have any ideas? <laughs> do you have anything planned? Middle. <sighs> Start looking for a significant other somewhere. Oh. I know she's out there somewhere. Yes, she so, is. Uh, that's about it. Okay, now, attention ladies, he's looking for a significant other, and he's going to tell us what he's looking for. Uh, someone who's independent, you know, that... Uh... <laughs> someone that doesn't need me around, <laughs> ever. <laughs> <laughs> My last girlfriend, we only met once. We dated for seven years. <laughs> she called me one time, too. I guess that's twice. I would call that independent. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of relationship that makes me feel comfortable. <laughs> Mommy won't let anybody else in the house. Independent woman. You know, just someone who, uh, who I can get along with, a friend, and that's about it. Someone who digs a musician for sure, huh? Well, I, they'd have to. <laughs> hey. 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 Someone that doesn't mind my year-round <laughs> water shoes, dad jeans, and polo shirt. <laughs> and literally, this mustache hair has been here since the 70s. Mm -hmm. I mean, first of all, the music is objectively bad, yes, right? Yes. But what's equally as bad is this interview video. It really is. It's horrible. <laughs> you have some questions interspersed with Does 20 minutes wiki? synth solo. I want to look up his wiki oh, and yeah. see if he oh. ever found that significant other. I don't know. Check it out. Look it up while we're listening to more, <laughs> more of this. This gold. This gold. I just want to hear more about Mark Gormley. So can you tell me of some of the places that you've toured? Well, let's see, <laughs> London, 
uh, Amsterdam, Mauritius. Uh, London and Amsterdam. Really? And Mauritius. Oh my God, here he goes. Uh, Mauritius. Is that him? Where is Mauritius? <laughs> That's Mark Gormley. Uh, I'll put a picture up on the screen. That's Mark Gormley. Uh, YouTube.com slash the commercial break. You can check it yeah. out. Uh, He's yeah. He's still in Pensacola. Well, you know, <laughs> it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. Uh, or to reteach an old dog new yeah. tricks because the beginnings <laughs> last forever. He does look good for 67 or how old he, however old he is. Yeah, yeah, he's on Twitter. He looks like my dad, actually. <laughs> I can't remember if I played Kenya or not. But when I was in the service, I played these places, and it was pretty fun. Now, I know you, you talked about that you recorded your CD back in the 70s. Uh, didn't I hear that you recorded it in, uh, where was it, in Scotland or somewhere? Part of it. Most of the songs are from Scotland. And then in 86, I got a studio and recorded some of them. Well, he, that, why he was in Scotland? He was in Scotland, so that's probably where he picked up the Irish accent. Oh, right. Yeah, or the oh, Scottish yeah. accent. Yeah. yeah. I'm in love with this. I'm starting to be in love with this television show called, uh, I forget what it's called. And it's an, the entire show is around a family who's sitting around watching TV. Oh. It's not a reality show. It's an old BBC show, probably from the 90s. And so the whole <laughs> show revolves around basically the downstairs of this small house uh-huh. in what I think is Scotland or, you know, in the in whatever. And it's it's entirely boring. <laughs> and I'm fascinated. There's like 13 seasons of it. And I'm fascinated by how like boring this show this. is. Yeah. Yeah. It's not... Uh, it's not uh, Otterbox or whatever. What is that? Uh, boob tube, Otterbox? I can't remember anyway. Uh, <clears throat> beginnings in uh, Without You. Oh my God, this song Without is painful. You. Stop yeah. playing this song. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> if I'm going to get a copyright infringement, it's not going to be for this fucking song. No. <laughs> I wonder who owns the copyright to this. <laughs> Oh my god, it's really bad. Dan 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 dan. In a few minutes ago, about uh, with the you know, getting the calluses on the fingers and learn how to play the guitar again and stuff like that. Once you do all this, do you have any plans to record a new CD? Mm. Well, I'm just right now, I'd like to if I can, you know, get my chops back, but right now I'm just taking it a day at a time. Did you ever have any chops to get back? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did you ever have any chops to lose there my friend (laughs) not sure i'm just asking a question don't take any offense but if we get my chops back (laughs) are you talking about your mutton do you have any um advice for anybody out there that might want to get started in the music business believe in yourself you know if it's there you know these days just about anybody can if you're good you know you just got to practice and really believe in what you're doing and if you want fame, then hope for the best. So, fame and money. <laughs> fame and money. Fame and money fame and lots and of money. ass. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I have to say this. I love a good story uh, yeah. about an unknown becoming known in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. I like when that American Idol guy made it famous. It was a William Hong. Hong. Mm-hmm. Remember him? Yes. William Hong. I liked when, when he became famous. I like those kind of out-of-the-blue fame stories yeah. and so i give it to mark gormley it's not easy to put your music out there for the world to criticize mm-hmm. especially two dumbasses like us <laughs> so i do say congratulations to you on even making it that far that's really good do i like the music no i don't <laughs> that's okay yeah well that wraps up this edition of shit your pants tcb <laughs> <laughs> We have to do one on the funny album covers, too. Oh, uh, yes. Those things were circulating a few years back, and I mean, I couldn't believe some of them. Oh, my God. They are really inappropriate. Uh, oh, bad. yeah, like the one where the girls blow, the guy's blowing the tuba <laughs> yeah, up the girl's ass? Something like that. There were a bunch of them. I, uh, yeah, some of them I just yeah. don't understand. No. Why would you be blowing a tuba yeah. up somebody's <laughs> no. ass? It's bad. Do you think that would feel good in any way, shape, or form? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe you never know. You never know. Don't knock it. Hey, if the bell starts vibrating in a certain way, maybe that's exciting. (laughs) Okay, we got lots of great shows coming up for you as we round the corner into season number three. Woo! Got over a million and a half listeners, listens, 
Uh, yeah, listens. I want to make sure I make that distinction. I don't want to think we have a million and a half listeners every week. That doesn't happen. But a million and a half listens. Yes. Thank you, guys. We're going to stick with you for the next couple of weeks through the holiday, and then we'll be on to season number three. But fear not. We've got some great content coming up on the holiday break. And I just wanted to let you know that you can go to tcbpodcast.com if you want to find out more about Chrissy and I, read any of the show notes, get any of our sponsors, URLs, or codes for free shit. Go to the uh, sponsor page on the website. And if you want your free TCB collectible sticker, go to the website. We'll tell you how you tell us where to send it. It's just that easy. Series number two is out now. We'll be sending those stickers before the end of the year. Yep. And, uh, you know, you can go to our website, figure out how to get in touch with us, text us, call us, leave us an email. We certainly do appreciate you joining us on yet another episode of The Commercial Break. I think that's all my body is going to physically allow yes, me to do today. you've done a great job, Thank Brian. you very much. I yes, motored through. did. It may not have been an award-winning episode of The Commercial <laughs> Break, but for those but that stuck is? around, yes, we learned that beginnings last forever, yes. changes are forever, and, changes uh, keep changing. Mark Gormley is still looking for a uh, lady to bone. Yeah. So, hey, ladies, <laughs> give me Anybody a Anybody out there in Pensacola? Yeah. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. We got to find Mark Gormley. We got to get him here on the show. Yeah. But if he didn't do Jimmy Kimmel, is it I likely know. he's going to do Maybe the commercial Maybe by now break? he's built up his calluses. I'm not going to ask him to play anything. I just want him to come on and yeah, talk to us. Talk. So that's all I got for him. Okay, ready? This is what we do. I say, can I do anything else? I think that's it, Brian. What else can we accomplish today? Well, no, we've done it. Basically dying on my <laughs> deathbed without any fluids in my body. Okay. And then I say, I love you. I love you. I say, best to you. Best to you. I say, best to you out there in the podcast audience. And then I say, until next time, Chrissy and I always say, bye. The commercial break. New episodes on Tuesdays and now Fridays. New YouTube clips drop daily at youtube.com slash the commercial break. Visit tcbpodcast.com for access to our entire media library. Follow us at the commercial break on Instagram. Each episode is written and produced by Brian Green, co-hosted by Chrissy Hoadley, with additional content provided by Tina Arcano. <laughs>